0: Ewell waved to him through the window. Then he took out an old rucksack he kept under his bed and packed some sandwiches. He'd put the kettle on to boil while he was doing that, and when it was ready he made some tea and poured it into Samuel's red thermos flask. Borrowing Samuel's thermos flask was a bit risky. If he broke it or lost it, Samuel would be angry. Ewell would be forced to produce a lot of complicated explanations. But it was a risk he would have to take. "'You couldn't possibly set out on an expedition without a thermos flask. "'Last of all, he took his logbook from the case "'where the sailing ship Celestine was displayed, collecting dust. "'He closed his rucksack, put on his wellingtons and put on his jacket. "'He cleared the stairs in three jumps. "'It had taken him four only six months ago. "'The sun was shining, but you could feel it was autumn.' To get to the forest as quickly as possible, Ewell decided that the Red Indian chief Geronimo was lying in ambush with his warriors behind the cooperative Society's warehouse. So he would have to proceed on horseback. He G'd himself up, imagined that his boots were the newly shod hooves of a dappled pony, and set off across the street. The reddish-brown goods wagons in the railway siding were rocks he could hide behind, Once he got that far, Geronimo and his braves would never be able to catch up with him. And just beyond there was the forest. When he'd reached the trees, he closed down the game. Nowadays he thought that his imagination was something he could turn on or off like a water tap. He went into the forest. As the sun was already low in the sky, it seemed to be twilight in among the trees. The shadows were growing longer and longer among the thick trunks. Then the path petered out. There was nothing but forest all around him. Just one more step, you thought. If I take one more step, the whole world will disappear. He listened to the sighing of the wind. Now he would practice getting lost. He would do something nobody had ever done before. He would prove that it wasn't only people who took a wrong turning that could get lost. A crow suddenly flew up from a high branch. It made Yule jump, as if it had been perched just beside him. Then silence fell once more. The crow had scared him. He took a quick pace backwards and made sure that the world was still there. He hung his rucksack on a projecting branch, then took ten paces in a straight line in front of him, in among the trees, then ten more. When he turned round, he could no longer see his rucksack. He closed his eyes and spun round and round to make himself dizzy and lose his sense of direction. When he opened his eyes, he had no idea which direction he ought to take. Now he was lost. There wasn't a sound all around him, only the sighing of the wind. He suddenly wanted to pack it all in. Pretending you could get lost on purpose was an impossible game. It was being childish. And somebody who would soon be twelve years old couldn't allow himself to indulge in such silliness. It struck Ewell that this might be the big difference, that he would no longer be able to make believe. He located his rucksack and returned to the road. He thought more about whether it would have been better if he'd been born a girl instead of a boy. What would be best, a Yule or a ewella? Boys were stronger, and the games they played were more fun than those played by girls. When they grew up, they had more exciting jobs. Even so, he wasn't sure. What was really best? Having a beard that smelled like fox fur? Or having breasts that bounced up and down inside your jumper? Giving birth to children? Or making children? Tickling? Or being tickled? He trudged home without being able to make up his mind. He kicked hard at a stone. It had not been a good Sunday. When he got home, he would write in his log book that it had been a very bad day. He had no desire to do the Geronimo puzzle either. He had no desire to do anything at all, and tomorrow he would have to go back to school. He bit his tongue as hard as he could to make the day even worse. There was nothing he hated more than not knowing what to do next.